Welcome back to the Hey Miss Podcast. This is Dee Dee. And Mary. And today I'm going to give you a little bit of an insight to the Atlanta public school cheating scandal. <laughs> scandal. Clutch your pearls. But before that, I have a question of the day for you. Oh. Which is worse? Not which would you rather, which is worse? If you had to work every single Saturday, as in you had to go into school from 8.30 to 3 whenever your school is, for the entire year, so holidays, or you have to go in over the summer break, Monday to Friday. Oh. Which would be, which is worse? Summer break. I said Saturdays. Really? Yeah. I was like, it would be sucky, but it would just be like another five weeks, but I'd still get my weekends. I added it up. You spend more time extra at work if you go every Saturday. I asked this to my kids and they said the same thing as you until I told them that it was worse. And they're like, and then I explained about summer school in America. See, because I, I get used to the routine of, yeah. like, of it all. And in terms of holidays, my, like, two-week holidays in between the terms aren't really holidays. Like, I have, I do you share. know, holiday sessions and all sorts of stuff happening. Yeah, well, so yeah, I was there. The summer, the summer holidays are, like, like actual holidays where I actually yeah. just get to completely unwind and not think do nothing yeah i try to so we're in the two-week holidays now yeah have, i'm not even saying it's technically started because we're doing this on a sunday, sunday. yeah uh, i try to have at least one week where my plan is to do nothing like mm. but i i would count like going to brocha still be doing nothing i don't want to do any schoolwork. i don't want to do you know answer an email i just want to have nothing to do with school for at least four or five you will notice my laptop is here because i did <laughs> schoolwork this morning well, so whilst I, waiting for you i need to try to do the second week like i should say i have year 12 drafts to mark and send back mm-hmm. but i let them do like we had creating text to you we had write a statement draft you and i said one should do this week one should do the other week i don't care which order you give them to me because it actually saved me a little bit of work because lots of them did the draft first yeah so looking at the final of a creating text is easier like yeah. less time consuming so i have like half and half yeah. so it's not too bad but i have your eight jobs they're so cute mm-hmm. they're writing a writer statement for a brochure that they made mm-hmm. and it's just like i have created a travel brochure for wherever their travel but like so uluru it had to be like a significant site to first nations people purpose oh, it's so cute the purpose of my brochure is to make people want to book their trip through my travel agency and never and they're all kind of oh, my bless. target audience is families you can tell my target audience is families because i say great for the whole family it's really really hard on them they're actually really love like the urates are really nice like you know normal urate shenanigans but they're so cute and then i have one kid who's really smart really really smart and so she did a uh she was an influencer she did a mm. travel blog like website yeah and so hers reads like a year 10 or 11 it's so clever she's like this is a social context like you know blah 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 blah, blah. she's like this cultural context i'm like promoting like travel and like that that way people will be educated about why first nation sites are important and all this kind of stuff <laughs> it's just such a disparity in like some of the writing yeah where i'm like man if i am some of my year 12 writer like this she'd probably get a solid c in the year 12 writer yeah like this is bad for my year 12 yeah that's the thing is i'm like hearing you talking about that like 
don't even know if my year 12 ones are going to be. Oh, she's talking about how you know, she's published that as a website because, or track her, track her target audience because where's the first place you go? You're not necessarily go and like if you trust the influencer, she's talking about building, Thank you. Talking about building a community with oh, her, man. like blah, blah, blah. I was just like. Agreed. I was like, shit. Wholeheartedly. I was like, love Dang. that. She's a smart cookie. Yeah. To the point where you're kind of like, I feel bad. I feel bad for you in this class. Not that the other yeah, it's are stupid. There's like solid A kids in there, but like you should be accelerated. Something mm. else. Mm. Like she got an A plus for the first thing. So I didn't know her. Mm. So she just did the normal assignment. I read it. I read her draft and I was like, oh no, this is really good. Like <laughs> the, you must be so bored. And then her good copy was like, the, it was perfect. Mm. You know, in terms of your A work. I was like, oh. Shit. Oh no. And then her parents were like, she's so bored. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I didn't realize. I'm sorry. Well, because I've never, I didn't have yeah. a semester. So now I've extended like every task I've written an extension task. And then with this one, I gave her an A instead of an A plus. Mm. You know, because I'm kind of almost marking her against like a higher mm. level standard. She was like, what could I have done to get an A plus instead of an A? I'm like, well, I'm basically marking you like 12 months ahead of where you are, if not more. I was like, that's still really good. She's like, yeah, but I like, so, but she almost wants, she just like almost dropped her good copy so she can then have a look at the tiny mistakes that she made. I don't know, she missed a comma or something. I can't remember. Like, you know, the life-changing stuff. Yeah, you know, the big stuff. And, uh. She was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, I'm just used to getting A pluses, but she's not being a dick about it. She's yeah. legitimately one of those kids. If you got her in year 12, you'd be like, oh, thank God. Like, you're going to be my, you're going to be, you're going to be my shining star. <laughs> the diamond in my tiara or something. Like, <laughs> I hope I'm still at school when she goes to year 12. She'll probably do lip studies or something, but mm. she be like, okay. Okay. All right. So we've talked about standardized testing before. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So in, and I also discovered there was some cheating in the NAPLAN. So I'm going to tell, oh. I'm going to mention that right at the end, but this is, I feel bad like it's always America. Okay. But mm-hmm. so I got some of my info from the Atlanta Journal Constitution, the Washington Post, and a newspaper called, sorry, not a newspaper, um, an online like magazine called the Christian Science Monitor. That's a good sign. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this took place in 2009, and it's come, but it took ages to go through. Went through the courts. Oh wow! Yeah, okay, it's crazy. Okay. So basically, like overarching, several teachers and principals, and by several I mean a lot. So several is not really a black word. In the Atlanta public schools, cheated on state-administered standardized tests. Okay, so imagine it like there's a net plan. They've cheated. So but it keeps saying public schools, but also private schools are involved too. So I don't know in America if there's like a different definition of what they, what kind of mean. Because they keep saying public schools, but some of them it's like definitely sounds like a private school to me. Hmm. So basically the test is called the Criterion Referenced Competency Tests, CRCT, which basically is kind of like NAPLAM. So because I was like, I don't know what that means. There are a set of tests administered at public schools in the state of Georgia that are designed to test the knowledge of eighth graders. So from like uh, one through to eight, but these were specifically the eighth grade one. Reading English, so basically the same as math, maths. Mm. So if you're from year three to year eight, they also then include science and social studies. But oh. if you're in the lower year level, you don't have to do that. Okay. So they passed an educational reform in 2000, basically introduced this test. Um, and if you're in grades three, five, and eight, you have to pass the test to get into the next grade. Oh. That's why there's more kids in America who have repeated grades than in Australia. Yeah. 
sometimes I don't think that's a bad idea. Yeah, and that's not that's that, not thing. saying the nap plan, but if you don't pass, if you fail all of your subjects, then like well, yeah, yeah, this nine, is my this is my issue is we constantly keep pushing them up and into yeah. the next year level, and like until you get to your you've nine. not mastered the basic skills. So how are you a year twelve that can't write a sentence? Get them say in year eleven when they have to pass English class and they can't do anything. Yeah. So you're like, well, now we're screwed. Okay, so. Very much like the NAP plan, the students get a report that tells them what their scale score was and how accurate they were. So they also get a percentage grade rather than the, well, they don't do the bands anymore in NAP plan. They've changed it, haven't they? Yeah. Um, it basically determines if you if they exceed, meet, or do not meet the state standards. Also like NAP plan. Mm. If you score above 850, and I went looking for how they determine the scores, and then I got sidetracked by other things, and then I couldn't be bothered. But basically, if you score about 850, you're exceeding. 800 to 849 is standard and anything below 800 is not oh so it's quite like a narrow yeah field okay so they did an investigation in 2011 um that was the first investigation that showed that 44 out of 56 schools in that district because they have the set out kind of strange cheated on that test in 2009 oh wow so they did like an investigation because there was some weird test score results which i told you about in a second they were like this seems dodgy hmm. so basically they launched the investigation after a story came out through um the atlanta journal constitution um magazine about these crazy test scores and then they investigated but it took ages to go through the court so so the magazine i just mentioned found that and this is why i think they sound like private schools west manor and peyton forest oh wow they sound like private schools <laughs> <laughs> Elementary school students went from being the bottom performers in this test statewide to among the best in less than 12 months. Mm. So they say they did it like in year three or whatever and they've redone it. They do it at the beginning. They do it twice in a year or something, I think. Okay. Um, and they went from being bottom to at the top. Yeah, that's dodge. That's like this. I'm sorry. There's no way that's happening no. in a legitimate No, no, not yeah. consistently. Like one kid, a few kids. There can be outliers and anomalies. Yes. But for a whole year level or, or grade band, like, yeah, no. Like a whole school? Yeah. So apparently, it's bullshit. The odds of this type of leap is less than one in a billion chance. Yeah, I was going to say. I was like, yeah. Mm. So the Peyton principal got interviewed as part of this so an article came out that basically was like um you know improbable test scores blah 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 they interviewed the principal and they insisted that the increase in scores was because they'd had an ineffective math teacher the year before who they had fired and then a talented fourth grade teacher had come in and taught them that year and that was how they had suddenly magically changed their scores Okay. She also said that the accusations and questions put forward to her by the magazine were, and I quote, insulting. Ah, yes. Okay. I'm sure it is insulting <laughs> when you are told that you have cheated or you know, queried about cheating. Yes. So, okay, the districts, as far as I can understand it, because it was a little bit weird, it's kind of like the zones we have in South Australia, yeah. except the district is way bigger than our zones. Mm. And so you could have 70 plus schools in one district and then at the head of that district you have a superintendent mm. okay <laughs> so, simpsons i was like ah oh, charm exactly exactly so um the results 
had happened at other schools as well. So there's a school called Deerwood Academy, which is in fact a private, a private school, okay. where state officials had also uncovered evidence that they had tampered with their test results as well. Hmm. But the superintendent is in charge of both public and private schools in their district. Wow. Okay. So I feel like, because you know, private schools in Australia are more like you're run by the Catholic or the Independent or the Anglican or whatever Mm -hmm. but they still come under the superintendent for their district yeah so it's a little bit weird interesting so the superintendent's name is beverly hall i'll talk to you again about her in a second said that they had investigated the deerwood academy but found no proof that it happened but it seemed likely but there was no proof so they didn't do anything else they just were like nah we're good we Mm -hmm. moved on okay okay going back to west manor 60 percent of the students in fifth grade scored at the lowest level when they do practice tests oh that's how you do it twice they do practice tests in february um, and then when they did the actual test in April, not only did every single student pass, but 89% of those students only scored in the exceeds expectations level. Okay. So they failed it, and we've gone from failing it to being better than the average. Mm. Now, we've done that plan practice test, and we know that kids don't always take them seriously. I was going to say. But every kid, that's yeah. a lot. Mm, yeah. So the principal insisted when questioned again that these amazing scores were because of the hard work of the students and teachers and then refused to have any further discussions about it. And that is my statement, goodbye. Mm-hmm. They also um, had sent out an email asking parents of the school to get in touch with them. Mm-hmm. And so parents who did reply insisted they had seen teachers push their students to achieve and that they would never achieve, they would never cheat. And one parent even said that underachievers don't go here. <laughs> you can't sit with us. You don't even know here. Okay, Mingos. Yeah. So some of the schools want awards, money, or visits from dignitaries because of the improvement in test scores. Okay. So there are incentives. I was going to say. You do well. Okay. So. Okay. Hmm. So. Hmm. I got. I got queries. That's interesting. All right. So. When they did the actual proper investigation, 178, and I say educators because it includes teachers, principals, yep. other people, were implicated in either and said they had corrupted answers that the students had put on their paper. Oh, my. So it actually, like, changed the answer on the paper. 82 people directly confessed when they were questioned. Wow. Okay. Aside from the teachers, 38 principals were also linked to the scandal by either directly participating in the changing of wrong answers or allowing the changes to be made. Oh, wow. Okay. So I know that some schools in South Australia, because I've heard, like, you know, it's obviously like, um, you know, like just like gossip, but kind of like stories that get passed on about schools that ask certain kids who have, like, IEPs or special needs and stuff to not come in on that day. Yeah. Or they can be excluded from the test. I've heard of that before. Yeah. I've never heard of people changing Actually doctoring the answers. get the sheet back. I mean, it's all online now, so it would be a little bit harder. But what I find, like, in my my instinct is, like, well, one, it's lying. I just, I, can't, I don't go it's there. Unethical. I can't do that. It's so unethical. Two, I get paid enough to, like, go through. Yeah, let alone in America where they get paid even less. So... Of all these people, 35 were indicted. Oh, wow. Not just you got busted, you went to court. Yeah. All but 12 took plea deals. Okay. The other 12 went to trial. So oh. the superintendent, Beverly Hall, we talked about, mm-hmm. um, denied knowing anything about it. 
Mm. Coincidentally, 2009 when all this took place, she was named Superintendent of the Year because of the improvement of all of the schools in the mm. district. Yeah, I bet. Okay. She was indicted anyway. Yeah. So, teachers who confessed said that that was inordinate pressure to meet targets set by the districts and said they faced severe consequences such as negative evaluations or terminations if they didn't increase that school. Oof. This is the thing where we've talked about. We did it in the... um. I can't remember what episode it was we talked about how we could improve like keeping teachers and yeah. stuff like teacher shortage and we were saying about how like they were going to do that um if your evaluator is like a yeah. teacher you could get paid extra this yeah. is what i'm talking about where that's a negative thing yeah so if you get a negative evaluation because kids in your class didn't do well in this test mm. then do you like do you lose your pay you know yeah and it, getting fired that's extreme that's crazy okay so prior to this the Atlantic Public School District had been applauded for making significant gains in their scores, which we talked about. Mm. Between 2002-2009, there was a different test, obviously, right? But they had jumped 14 points in the reading test. Mm. So they had a different test, and as soon as they introduced this new test in 2009, they immediately jumped points. Okay. So maybe you couldn't cheat in the last test. Mm. I don't know. Um, so they got rid of that CRCT test in two, the 2013-2014 school year. Had to remember that they did that weird break. I was like, what did they mean 2013-2014? Yeah. Yeah. And they replaced it by a new test called the Georgia Milestones Assessment System, which is like it gives them prompting questions that are like thought-provoking questions. Mm. It's done online. It does have a writing component, but you type everything. So it's supposed to be that you can't cheat. Yeah. As a direct result of this happening. Yeah. Um, so the trial, it was really, really interesting. And the amount of punishment that they meted out for this will blow your mind. Follow me in truth. You got to die. Okay. Remember, oh, speaking of dying, this is horrible. But the superintendent, she was indicted. She was supposed to go on trial. She actually died of breast cancer before it could ever happen. Wow. So she never got a chance to defend herself or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So the trial began in 2014 so five years later Damn. so you would i would assume and i couldn't find any actual information that those teachers would you be allowed to keep teaching if you're in fire yeah. i would assume not no. um in fulton county it was the longest criminal trial in georgia history it went for eight months the whole trial um 11 of the 12 who had elected to go to trial were convicted on racketeering mm. and i was like that sounds intense so I was like, what does racketeering mean? It's a type of organized crime yeah. where someone sets up a coercive, fraudulent, extortionary, or otherwise illegal coordinated scheme operation, aka the racket, to mm. repeatedly collect a profit. And actually specifically this organized academic dishonesty is one of the yeah. examples. Because I've only ever heard of it in relation to like mafia. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I watched too many movies. <laughs> well, that's what I thought of. I was like, oh, racketeering, like money laundering. Only one teacher was found not guilty on all charges of the 12 who were elected to go to trial. Wow. Okay. And I wrote, like those odds. No. And I wrote, they got a variety of sentences. This will blow your mind. Okay. So there was a dude who was a testing coordinator. His name was Donald Bullock. And I wrote, I guess, former testing coordinator. Yeah. Got weekends in jail for six months. What? So you live your life Monday to Friday and then he has to go and report to jail on Saturday morning and then he spends all of Saturday and Sunday and then Monday morning he gets to leave the job. What? $6,000 fine, okay. five years probation, and 1,500 hours of community service. I've never heard of someone only having to go to jail. I know. Before. Oh, my God. Weird. Then three people, Sharon Davis-Williams, Tamara Cotman, Michael Pitts, they got 20 years in prison. Oh, yeah, exactly. Whoa. They have to serve minimum of seven. 
$25,000 fine, oh $3,000 hours of community service. Oh my. 20 years in prison, minimum. Like oh that. my. Like, and you're like, well, oh, crap doesn't pay. So eventually, their sentences got reduced to three years minimum in prison. Okay. A $10,000 fine. <laughs> okay. Um, Davis Williams and Pitts were former school reform team executive directors. That was their title. Oh. So their jobs were literally to go into schools and try and reform them. And so they did. Yeah. Or they, would, they knew about it. The judge gave the verdict, the original one, and basically said he couldn't stop thinking about it after and so he came back like the next week or something he said if you can't stop thinking about a verdict that you've handed down and feeling uncomfortable then it's wrong yeah so he actually called them back and so that he'd reduced it okay yeah. um a lady called D- dana evans she got five years in prison had to serve one i thought it's an hours of community service it blew my mind they got prison time yeah okay Angel- angela williamson and tabika jordan uh so Beaker Jordan had been the former Deerwood Academy assistant principal, got five years in prison, $5,000 fine, $1,500, $1,500. Um, former elementary teacher Diane Webb, five years in prison, $1,000 hours community service. And then after she had to do something called first offender treatment. She was the only person who got that. Huh. And I don't, I should have Googled what it was, but I don't know. Um, someone called Teresia, not Teresa, Copeland. She was, again, a former elementary testing coordinator. She got five years prison, a $1,000 fine, 1,000 hours community service. Which is the same as just the teacher, but the coordinator, like the testing coordinator got the same amount. makes no sense to me. Um, So Hoon got, this was the weirdest one, and some of the punishments don't make sense to me. Pamela Cleveland, she's an elementary teacher. She got five years probation. She was confined to her home for a year from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And community service. So between 7 p.m. and 7 a.m., she couldn't leave her. It's like house arrest. Yeah, but only for like 7 p.m. It's like a curfew kind of. But she's a, what racketeering she couldn't do for teachers? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, okay. Um, what we could Shani Robinson? She was a first grade elementary teacher. Oh she got a year in prison, four years probation after that, $1,000 fine, 1,000 hours community service. Oh, my God. Nine of the 11 appealed. Um, two of the nine, Tamara Johnson and Angela Wilmerson, went directly to the appeals course, lost, and had to report to prison. They didn't have to report to prison until 2018. Wow. So this, some of this literally only got resolved a few years ago. Okay. So one of the things, and obviously there's like comments under, this is a nice little short one, little comments under like the, the articles and stuff. People are like, why would you even do that? It's so dumb. So uh, why falsify scores? Easy one, to disguise serious academic problems at your school. Mm-hmm. Or even state. Yeah. I guess. Especially if, let's say, we don't know because she didn't end up going to trial. But if the superintendent who looks after that massive group knows there's an issue. Yeah. Well, whose head's going to be on the chopping block? Yeah. Because yeah. if you're the principal of those schools and your school does really badly, then it's your head on the chopping block as well. Yeah. And then I thought about this in terms of NAPLAN. And so parents want valid test scores to make decisions for their children. Like, do I need to change the school? Mm. Is the teacher at the school doing a good job? Should I get my kid a tutor? Mm. So those scores mattered to parents. I remember um, it was like my school or something online and people would go on and they would be like bitching about teachers at their child's school and their NAPLAN scores and being like, why are the NAPLAN scores at the school so shit and rah, 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 rah. Mm. Um, some states, including Georgia, 
reward high scoring teachers with bonuses of up to $25,000. Which when you're making so little is a lot. Because their pay is a joke over there. Yeah. While low scores could end up in principals losing their jobs and in some instances in America, entire schools have been shut down. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus. So while it's easy to be like, I would never do that. I was like, if my school got shut down, what if I didn't get another job? Yeah. Mm. But also, I just like, I don't, I don't understand the system, honestly. <laughs> that system is shit crazy. Yeah. So yeah, as spokesperson, there's a National Center for Fair and Open Testing. In America, okay. Okay. A spokesperson there basically said they were asked about it. When test scores are all that matter, educators feel pressured to get the scores they need by whatever means necessary. Mm. Um, the centre also further claimed it was a tacit indictment of politicians, putting all bets for improving education onto high stakes tests that punish and reward students, teachers and principals for test scores. Yeah. And it's the same thing like, um, oh, they were talking about like educational reform, like each state kind of like, that will be one of the things on their... Um, platform right yeah i'm gonna do better better education for south australia or whatever whatever or politicians when they're you know someone's trying to become prime minister will use that as like a reason that you should elect them like i'm gonna make education better but they never actually have a Mm. specific they're like i'm gonna give more funding and they yeah don't yeah um it's like when that plan came out this year i remember seeing i meant to take photos of it seeing articles and advertising for maybe two or three days in a row complaining about how NAPLAN scores continue to go down yeah. and that they introduced this new way of scoring it as a hope that it wouldn't. So are you changing the test or are you changing where you score the test and you think changing the way you score the test is then going to give you a different result? Yeah. Is that still cheating? Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. And I'm just, I don't know, there's a, well, as we've spoken about before, there's just inherent problems with these standardized, te- standardized tests. They make no freaking sense. No. Um, and like I saw a picture of one when I was um, doing the research, but literally is like a circle, following the circle. Mm. So in terms of being able to easily change your answers, yeah, it'll be pretty. Um, one of the most troubling things about the scandal, according to the article of the Atlantic um, Journal Constitution thing, was that according to the investigation, is the district refused to investigate or take responsibility for the cheating when it was first brought to their attention. Mm. The central office told some principals not to cooperate with investigators. Mm. So investigators would come to the school to try and find out what's happened and principals had told their teachers they were not to engage or give any answers to questions. In one case, an administrator of a school instructed employees to tell investigators to go to hell. Some teachers apparently had tried to alert authorities that this cheating was taking place, but were labelled by the schools they worked at, so say, you told me I've gone to the school and they've gone, oh no, they're just a disgruntled employee. Some of them got fired for bringing it to the attention of the authorities. Oof. One, print, one principal, and it didn't mention which school, opened an ethics investigation into a whistleblower who brought the cheating to the thing as a punishment. And accused, and not ethics in terms of like, oh, you cheated, it was an ethical investigation that they that implied they had done something inappropriate with students. Oh, so the God. principal opened it. So they were put on, um, they were suspended without pay while the, invest- the investigation cleared them of all wrongdoing. Yeah. Um, all wrongdoing. Uh, for that period of time, they didn't get paid. And the school still fired them at the end, saying that the workplace had become untenable, that they couldn't come back there afterwards. And so that was their punishment for trying to be like, the school is cheap. I just, like, okay. Well, oh my God. There's just so many problems <laughs> with this. Like, I mean, you've got like, 
you know, cops killing innocent people on the street getting mm-hmm. lesser charges than this. You know, this is what I mean. What was the highest one? It was like... Like what, 20 years? Yeah, 20 years. Reduced to 10. Seven, yeah. And then they re- they reduced that to three years minimum. Yeah. All of the ones where I said they had five years in prison, it all had a minimum of one or two years. So no one actually had to do the five. Yeah. But those three people, they had a minimum of three years. There are people, yeah, who have committed murder, etc., including police who have had been put on probation. Paid as well. Mm-hmm. So then what I come up with, because it's like, this is really interesting. I wonder if that's ever happened in Australia. Mm. It has. Oh. Yes. Like, maybe I'll see if I can do another one on it. But in 2012, more than 150 schools were caught breaching rules for national literacy and numeracy tests in Australia. Huh? And then all the articles that I could find when I started having the looks, so I was like, I wonder if there's enough to do a little short episode on that, like a part two up, was um, that it had been, um, it was Victoria who had basically been like, so it was all over the state, all over the uh, country, sorry. And all the articles were about learning about Victoria saying they were going to change the way that they administered or like whatever so that they could make sure it didn't happen again. But yeah, it was all over the country. 150 schools had cheated on that plan. Wow. But I didn't go too far into it because I'm like, I'll leave that for later. Yeah. Isn't that freaking the wow. craziest thing? And also, imagine being like the parents of those kids where you're like, oh, my child's not, maybe not a child, but not doing very well. Mm. And then you don't know cheating's happening. And so then all of a sudden you get this like massively improved scotch. You're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you find out it was all bullshit. Yeah. Or you're the kid. Yeah. Oh, actually, I'm, I'm. Oh my god, I'm so smart because you don't know what answers have been changed and shit. Yeah. So now you think you suddenly are right. So all those wrong answers that you put down are confirmed in your brain as being. Yeah. Correct. Mmm. There's so many issues with this. Oh god. It was crazy. It hurts my brain hole. But it's also part of the thing is like the punit, like the punishment and the reward system that they're talking about implementing in Australia. We can see now in America that that doesn't work hmm. you get really good test scores at your school you could get a bonus of 25 grand yeah well if i really need 25 grand am i going to cheat yeah or if you don't do well because you potentially get a class that's full of kids you have you know issues or learning mm. different learning requirements and stuff well we know full well like socioeconomic status and area makes such a difference yes different category of school different areas like it all makes such a difference we were looking at one day i can't remember i think this was like quite a few years ago so we could have actually been at the school that we were working at together we were looking at naplan results and talking about them we'd gone through the results for our school i think and we're talking about you know if you're working in a disadvantaged school in a disadvantaged area compared to one of the hoity-toity schools say in the city Mm -hmm. um where parents can say afford tutors if you're not super smart or all that kind of thing. Of course, that those schools are going to have better NAPLAN results. It's just it's a it's a given. There's no argument about it. It's not going to happen. If you're working, if you are growing up in an environment where all of your parents have gone to university, your parents will hire you a tutor. Your parents will sit down with you um, to help you with your homework. Compared to a kid whose parents have to work crazy shifts and they have to get themselves to school and come from school, and there's no one there to help them with their homework or check that their homework's being done. Of course, there's going to be. Is going to be a difference, and I just don't. It's just dumb. Yeah, it's the disparity is like, yeah, ridiculous. And then, yeah, maybe America should pay your teachers a living wage, maybe because I think 
I was reading um, on Reddit that they were like, oh, um, Australian teachers don't get paid that much. <laughs> we were like, what? People were like, what are you talking about? I think um, in, when you convert it to Australian money, they're earning, some of them are only earning between 70 to 80 grand. Hmm. That's when they've been teaching for a long time. Yeah. Where you can, I think it's 70, is it 70 grand now when you first start? Yeah. And you go up, like their pay scale doesn't work the same way ours does. Right. So you literally rely on those bonuses for being a high earning teacher to go up. Yeah. Unless you jump up into being a position of responsibility. Yeah. So if you aren't, that's well, like all these people they post on, like, I oh, know it's not called Twitter anymore, but I refuse to call it X. People were tweeting at celebrities, asking mm. them to share. At the beginning of the school year, being like, I need to outfit my classroom. Yeah. Can you please, like, I need, these are the things I need. I either need money or people to actually donate that stuff so kids have stationery yeah. and they can outfit their classroom and shit. I'm like, what is happening over there that you don't even provide teachers with the shit they need in their classroom? Yeah. Or you don't send home, they don't get, like, you know, we get a class list, like, you need, mm-hmm. like, we used to get it, like, I used to get when I went to school, you need mm-hmm. pencils, pens, you this need, many notebooks, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever. You need whatever. this kind of textbook, you need these yeah. resources, you need a compass, you need this, you need that. Yeah, yeah. you could go get it. And if you had issues with money, there were other avenues you could go through to make sure you get it. Because yeah. we used to do that. Yeah. Um, and you could go to Big W, the cheapest pen, blah, blah, blah. But they don't do that there. And so the teachers, especially in primary schools, are like literally um, like providing the stationery out of their own pocket, yeah. which they don't have very much money of because you don't pay them it just doesn't make sense it really, really but let's all funnel doesn't. like let's just funnel a whole bunch of money into the military and oh my god we can't I just and goons I love, my, I love myself some goons I just anyway that was that was my little thing wow that was bad teachers indeed well I wasn't even going to touch that as bad teachers I was like well it, it is bad teachers but it was also like I was going to put it under teaching truths mm. it's a sad sad fact yeah. fact in America yeah um, if I can find the one in Australia I'll see if I can do a little deep dive into it. But um, anyway, it's a nice little short one. It's a single yeah. lesson instead of double lesson. So I think that's it. Yeah. Go off to your next class, guys. Class.